G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Vision Radio plays great music, but there are lots of music styles that don't get a lot of radio airplay. Well, today, a great opportunity to talk to a gospel jazz singer. There was a time in Deborah Robertson's life when she struggled with breakups, miscarriages, addictions and utter despair. Well, in 2009, a friend invited her to church and she jumped at the opportunity. And since then, it's been an incredible journey with wonderful breakthroughs. Deborah Robertson has just released her latest album. She's, in fact, released a number of albums over the years. Her latest is called All Praise to You, Lord. A special welcome to Deborah Robertson. Thanks so much for having me, Neil. Deborah, we don't often do a lot of jazz on Vision, but today we're going to have a little departure and we're going to play one of your songs in just a few minutes. Give us a little insight okay. into your love for gospel, jazz and blues. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, my mum was a great piano player. She taught piano and look, my dad used to go away for long stretches of time when my brothers and I were growing up, and she used to, I think, try and wear us out by playing boogie-woogie and blues and things like that on the piano. And we just dance all night, until, and I think we'd, you know, be exhausted and she'd send us off to bed. So I just am so used to hearing that kind of sound on the piano, but she also loved, and Dad, they, they loved Ray Charles and Elvis Presley and oh, just all the, all the gospel kind of singers, blues, gospel singers. So that's, I guess that's where my real love and feel for those that type of music comes from. It's amazing, isn't it, how a musical family can shape our passion for music. And uh, I know what you're saying when you're, you know, you're talking about your parents who played piano and jazz and boogie-woogie and uh, blues. Yeah. I mean, those sorts of things, they do rub off on you. And I have a little bit of a story like that in my own background, although I'm not very musical, so, but I can appreciate where you've come from. Then you went on to become a professional jazz singer. Well, that's right. And I mean, part of the story really is true, actually. Now I think about it is I grew up in Sydney, but my family moved up to Brisbane and, but my mum, unfortunately, she stayed in Sydney. And I just remember being really, really sad. And my dad had this fat swallow tape that I used to play over and over. And it would comfort me. And then I got hold of an Ella Fitzgerald tape. And that comforted me. And just this kind of unending through line of musical artists, jazz musical artists sort of came into my, came to my attention, I guess. And that went on into my 20s where I got a Frank Sinatra tape, just played it to death, you know, and was just so impressed by his phrasing and his uh, his pitch and oh, everything about the way he sang. And I trained as an actress, actually, at QUT up there. 
And I came down to Melbourne with the Melbourne Theatre Company and started acting in plays down here in Melbourne. But I would be singing in a play and somebody, I remember, well, it actually happened where I sang in a play and this man just put, you know, took me aside and said, you know, you, I'm going to put a jazz band around you. You're, you're a great jazz singer. And that's really how I started and started singing in a jazz band. And then the Cotton Club Orchestra asked me to be their lead singer. They're the, you know, a swing band down here. So I became their guest lead singer. And um, it just went from there. I did an album and really got involved in the Melbourne scene. That's how it, that's really how it happened. Yeah. I, so I trained as an actress, not as a singer. <laughs> yes. But my life just kept going back into the, into the music. Yeah. And so you started singing jazz, really secular jazz, and probably old yes. great jazz and blues standards. When did That's you exactly discover right. gospel jazz and blues? Okay, so, well, look, I honestly loved the hymns when I was at school. I went to Abbotsley in Sydney, and every assembly, every morning, we would have hymn book. And I loved those songs so much. And I'm not lying that when I moved from Sydney to Brisbane, I went to a, a government school and they didn't have hymn, hymn singing in the mornings. And I nagged my father, and he wouldn't even know that this was the reason. I nagged my father to go back to Abbotsley in Sydney so I could be at assembly and sing the hymns again. And he actually let me. I went back to Abbotsley as a boarder. And, and I was happy. That was the, the time of day I was happiest, when I had the hymn book in my hands and I'd sing the hymns. Some girls would just really look very bored and wouldn't participate, but I was right into it, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Like Deborah. Songs like Were You There and There Is a Green Hill Far Away. I just loved those songs. So far as going through some struggles and trials, I mentioned in the introduction that you'd been through a breakup and miscarriages and addictions and uh, you found yourself in despair. What does that do for someone who is a jazz singer, a blues singer, and you have this gospel element to what you sing? Well, now I was singing in clubs. Like I said, I was singing secular jazz. Um, and, you know, a lot of it's Billie Holiday and... Dinah Washington, I mean, Billie Holiday had a tragic life. And then Dinah Washington, she died when she was 39 and she was like married when she was, you know, she had married about seven times and she had a tragic life. And I just actually stopped singing secular jazz because I found that, you know, I related too well to those songs, those singers and those songs. And, you know, singing the blues, but at the end of singing the blues, you just have the blues. You know, there's nothing, there's no life. That's really what I found. And so I just, I just stopped. I quit entirely that whole jazz world. And then um, just went on a journey of healing, really, from the miscarriages and things. And, and I started writing songs. To, for the Lord. And then he started giving me songs. Just, I would write them down. He would give me the melody. He would give me the words. 
And those songs, coupled with, there's an awful lot of scripture in my songs, especially the new one that I've written for a new album, that would uplift me. And there's hope in the scripture, there's life in the scripture, and God's promises and what Jesus has done. There's, there's hope in that. So it's kind of like I felt like I was, have been taking the, putting the gospel back into the gospel, if you like, that gospel music that became, you know, secular music through Ray Charles' work, when he just took, he started taking those gospel tunes and riffs and things like that and putting secular words to them. That's where I'd been. But now I hope to put, you know, my one of my big aims is putting the gospel back into the gospel, and that's really what's been happening. Now, you're from Melbourne, and a lot of people listening to our conversation from remote towns or cities where there's not really a gospel, jazz, or blues music scene, but is there a gospel, jazz, and blues music scene in Melbourne? Well, there is. There, What's been happening is, um, I don't know if you've heard of Pastor Frank Rosenberger. God put it on his heart. He's a Lutheran minister in uh, Melbourne here, but he did. He was up at Gympie, and I think when he when he was serving in Gympie, he began this concert called Live at the Chapel Outreach con- Concert, and invited singers with a Christian faith worldview to sing at them, and a lot of great Christian artists. Now there's now places in Gympie, there's Melbourne, Sydney. Up and down the east coast, I think these venues, are, these venues are, and so lots of Christian singers, songwriters have been singing at these concerts, including myself. He asked me to come and sing in that sort of transition time, Neil. When I'm thinking, how do I go back into, you know, singing out in clubs and things? And where am I going to sing my gospel songs in clubs? I've been singing in churches, I've been and doing these live at the chapel venues. But an interesting live at the chapel concerts. But an interesting thing happened the other day, and, and also I had the question mark over my head, do I really want to go back into the secular world and, and sing? And look, it's just happened so recently that I was asked to do a gig two weeks ago at, uh, um, at a bar in Melbourne. It's not a jazz venue per se, but I sang some secular jazz songs. But also, it was the day after the shooting of um, Sisto at Pellegrini's Cafe down here, or not the shooting, the stabbing of him. Um, and the day after, I was singing in this bar just a few metres down from that cafe, and I sang some secular jazz songs, and I also put a few of my gospel songs in, and the audience absolutely loved it. And I found that so encouraging, and I felt like there was some light coming into the t- into the town, and I just, you know, with some gospel songs. And I hope to go out to the Lido Jazz Room and down here in Melbourne, the Jazz Lab down here in Melbourne, Bird's Basement down here in Melbourne, and go out there and sing my gospel songs. And I believe that I'll be welcome. Deborah, tell us all about your latest album. It's called All Praise to You, Lord. Uh, give us a little insight into perhaps some of the songs, the way it's made up, and what it will sound like. Well, yes. Um, the first song that, well, the first, the All Praise to You, Lord, that's the real gospel style of song, um, very bluesy gospel style of song. 
you know, it was a real thank you song to the Lord. I had some cuts on my heart. A lady prayed for me, and I just felt so good afterwards that I just wrote this song as as praise to the Lord. His Being Your Mum is about some miscarriages I had, and I really, there was a point where I didn't couldn't get over them, and I just, I stopped my life, and I just started writing how I felt about it, about missing those little babies, and that I, you know, I wasn't going to see their faces on this earth, and and it was a lament, like a psalm style of song. And that song is more like a folk folk country kind of song. And Jesus Can Hear Your Life was a song that I got one day when I was really sad. And the Lord just dropped it in my hands and it's like a, it's like a country song. And the last song, Jump for Joy, that's all a pastor said to me, hey, you know, you've got to learn how to put the spiritual armor on, Deborah. You know, in Ephesians, it tells you all about it. But I could never remember what all the pieces of the armor were. So I wrote a song about them. And that helps <laughs> and you remember. That helped me remember, exactly like a nursery rhyme would, except it's like a jazz kind of country vibe. So that's really it. Um, a reviewer actually described me that I reminded her of Eva Cassidy because I had a refusal to stick to any genre in this particular EP. And I like that because in this particular EP, because just because they're Christian songs, and a bit, the, the through line is that they are Christian songs, but the listener will be really hopefully entertained because there's four different genres on there, really. But, yeah, my next album I feel like is going to go down the, um, more possibly more down the jazz funnel, yeah. Well, Deborah, you're also a speaker and you love to share your songs and testimonies wherever you can to provide hope and healing for people. Let me point people to where you can get a hold of Deborah's music. It's called DebraRobertsonMusic.com and DebraRobertsonMusic.com is where you can get a hold of the song we're about to play and the album is called All Praise to You, Lord. Let's have a listen in to the title track. This is Deborah Robertson. All praise to you, Lord, took my bruises away. You do what you promise, you do what you say. And I love you, I thank you, so great and so true. I give praise to you, Lord, and the things that you do. All praise to you, Lord, the light I just saw. Alone I am weak, but in you I walk tall. I give praise to you, Lord, for keeping me warm. Strong arm to save, reach down from above, hungry for you. Danger under your wing. 
cuddle close to you, Lord, in your ear I will sing. with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.